0: You're listening to the traffic and leads podcast where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, one click, click Lindsay. Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the traffic and leads podcast. I am your host, one click Lindsay. Today we're talking about Instagram. I love Instagram. It is so awesome. And the more tips and tricks I can offer you, the more motivated and the more focused you guys will be and know that your small business needs to be on Instagram. So today I'm interviewing Tasha and Vivian from Ace the Gram. They have Australian accents and it's a super fun interview. You guys are totally going to love it. But before I hop into that amazingness, I want to talk a little bit about smart speaker marketing. So when I talk about smart speaker marketing, folks, I brought this up to a mastermind group of mine and they thought I meant like public speaking, being a smart public speaker. That's not what I'm talking about. When I say smart speaker marketing folks, I'm talking about your Alexa devices or your Google Home devices or the uh I let's see the Apple one is like called the iHome. There's only like no one knows about the Apple one yet. They might come up. They have about 4% market share, but they're hot. However, this is the latest digital marketing gold mine. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to do a whole episode on it next week, but this is where you need to be if you're interested in podcasting or videos or blogging or any kind of inbound marketing, which I know you are because you listen to this to this podcast, you have to get in on this Alexa Smart speaker marketing. So, how will you know that? Go to smartspeakerwebinar.com. Get signed up for a webinar that I did just yesterday, actually. So it'll be a re- it'll be a replay, but it is powerful information to help you get on these smart speakers. I show a demo, and I show you exactly what it is. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, please watch that webinar. And remember, you heard it here from One Click Lindsey—that the latest gold mine, like the latest gold field in digital marketing. Now I didn't, it is smart speaker marketing. I didn't come to you when Periscope came out. I didn't come to you and say this with all these other technologies, not even Snapchat or anything. I'm coming to you now. This is where you need to be. This is where your brand needs to be before everyone else catches gold fever and are doing it. You need to be on the platform first and seize the day. So where are you going to go? You're going to go to smartspeakerwebinar.com. Get registered, watch it, and I am here to help you. Now, one more thing. If you need help generating more traffic and leads for your small business, go to trafficandleads.com. I can help you with digital marketing of all shapes and sizes, whether it be Facebook ads or Instagram or landing pages, email marketing, SEO, pay-per-click, everything. You know who to call and it's One Click Lindsay. So there you go. There you go. I'm going to hop into this interview and you guys, I hope you really enjoy it. Remember, smartspeakerwebinar.com. Tasha and Viv. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks yes. for having us. We start to be here. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to talk to the audience. Audience, we get a two-for-one today, and these ladies are a lot of fun. They have a great accent. This is going to be the best episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast ever, because we're talking about Instagram. So before we dive into my million questions for you ladies about Instagram, why doesn't one of you tell us a little bit about what you do and a little bit about your company?
1: Yeah, sure thing. So Tash and myself uh, run Ace the obviously. What we do is we help business owners and aspiring influencers grow and monetize their followings. And we do that in a number of ways. So we have our Facebook group, Instagram growth and engagement. We provide a lot of free value there. We also do one-on-one coaching. We have our Insta Circle, which is a monthly subscription get-up. And that's sort of the ways that we're able to pro- provide value to our audience.
0: Wow. So when someone comes to you and they're like, I have a, a paltry 100 people following me. I really just want to build up an audience of people who are interested and might be a purchaser of my product in the future. How do I do that? What are your top tips?
2: Um, We always start with the intention. So whether it's getting more sales or more traffic to your website or um just whatever your intention is, it kind of starts there. Um, and then that dep- and then that determines what the key content pillars that you're going to be posting are because Instagram is primarily a visual platform, so it does start with content. So we figure out the key content that you should be posting, and we basically optimize your profile before we start using growth techniques to then drive traffic to your profile. Um, okay,
0: so when you say optimize your profile, what does that mean? Can you go into step by step uh, a
2: few a few recommendations on what an optimized profile looks like? Totally. So it's things like even optimizing your, your handle. So if you're, say, a wedding celebrant, then having celebrant in your name, um, because it's more likely that people will be searching for celebrant than you personally. So it's a really good discoverability tool. Um, then there's things like having your bio really clear of the key things that you want to be telling your audience that your profile is going to be about. Um, and there's ways to format that. Like if you want line breaks, then you can do, you can write it in your notes on your phone first and then copy and paste it over because if you do it organically onto Instagram bio, then it won't save those line breaks. Um, then we do things like the link in your bio. So the link in your bio, if you want to have multiple links to different things, then there's an app called Linktree and that means that you can do that. Or you can add a, bitlet, a bitly link, which means that it's more trackable and you can figure out exactly how much of that is coming from to your website from Instagram. Um, so we just get, we, we get your profile sorted before we start to do growth techniques on it.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, so most people I would say in my audience want more sales. So what are your top, your top techniques, you guys call them growth techniques for getting more sales via Instagram?
1: Absolutely. So I think the thing you have to remember as with anything on social media is your audience always wants to know what you're going to do for them. So even when it comes to your content, Instead of just posting product shots, try and convey the emotional result that your product gives them, right? So if it is, say, like a drink, then instead of just taking a picture of the packaging, then can you bring people into that shot? Can you evoke the emotion that comes as a result of using a product? And then on top of that, what can you give your audience in terms of value that is over and above what you're already giving in terms of the product. So can you give them something free in your bio? You know, can you direct them over to your website somehow to get a free downloadable or a free sample? And in that way you can use that traffic to then further retarget them as well later down the track. So figure out what you can do for your audience because they always want to know what you're going to be able to do for them. And and that then you can start to make those sales and see those results.
0: So when it comes to posting on Instagram, let's say I want to post for more sales or more, you know, more followers that I can turn into sales later. How often should I be posting and what is it that I need to know before posting or or in addition to posting?
2: Um I think it comes down to again your intentions, so if you're just driving say you have a really low cost um like digital product, then you just want to be driving heaps of traffic to that. So that you might have techniques for say posting three times a day and posting like viral content or if you have a higher expense item with say you're selling tents then you might be posting once a day or maybe five times a day but you're posting really high quality beautiful imagery of your tents in different different settings so it depends on what your intention is for the platform um but we say about posting frequency that stories are becoming so important. So prioritizing having a story up than a main post. Mm-hmm. So your your feed with your main posts, that that's really important, but you can spread them out a little bit more and they, they have to be higher quality and have more thought go into them. Whereas having a story up every day is being top of mind, top of screen for your audience. Um so we recommend storying at least twice a day and then posting if you can once a day, but um if not, then as frequently as you can
0: makes sense so uh we've never really discussed this on the podcast before for those who are not so familiar with instagram but think that they should start it for their business can you ladies describe the difference between a regular instagram post and a story
2: totally so a story is up for 24 hours and a post is up forever so a post is up In your main instagram feed so if you click on your profile then it will stay in that grid of photos whereas a story is if you go on someone's profile and you click their profile picture icon then that will be whatever their story is for the latest 24 hours um and you can add those to highlights which are those little circles underneath your bio um if you want to keep that story up for longer but yeah, other than that, those are the key differences.
0: And does it matter? Can a story be an hour long? Does it need to be short? Is there a time frame on a story?
2: Yeah.
1: So at the moment, stories you can only upload in fifteen-second chunks. But in saying that, you can upload things from your camera roll. And what we like to say is, if you are videoing something that is going to be longer than fifteen seconds, do it with your phone first on your camera roll, and then download the app called Cut Story and download put that video into that app and that'll chop that video up into 15 second chunks. So from there, you can upload to your story from your camera roll all those 15 second chunks. With that being wow. said, yeah, yeah, That's it's very tool. cool. That's really a good tool. Cool. Especially if you're talking to the camera for a long periods of time and you don't want it to be awkwardly chopping and changing. Um, there's obviously IGTV. So most users can upload up to 10 minutes of content at the moment. And so if you are, you know, you have the resources, creating long form content is something that you're good at, and you can provide value in that way, then IGTV is something that you can look into.
0: Now, IGTV is a fairly, fairly new, that just came out this year. Can you kind of expand? So would that be more, I guess you kind of already described it, that would be more for people who wanted to do long form content versus these little snippets versus just a picture that always stays on your feet?
2: Yeah. So we haven't actually seen Instagram TV take off yet, but then again, when Instagram stories came out, they took quite a while to get traction. Um, So we're kind of watching the space. But yeah, it's a great form of longer form content. So if you want to do a makeup tutorial or you want to show your product in a different way or upload like a... A longer video to explain more about something then it is a great a great way to do that
0: okay so just just to continue on this story question so if you're gonna do an instagram story and we're looking at like 15 second increments can you give my audience just a little idea of like what you do in 15 seconds to keep people's curiosity or like from a product standpoint like what what does what does a cool fifteen seconds look like to you guys?
1: Well, the advantage with stories is that it can be a little bit more raw, so it doesn't have to be as curated and perfect and amazing as your normal feed does. So what you can do is you if you've got a product that it would be you know, interesting for your audience to show the behind the scenes. Perhaps there's a manufacturing process that people would like to see. Often that actually does really well, even though to you, you know, the co-founder or whatever, that might not seem very exciting for you. Um, the other option you have is answering FAQs, providing more value. I know of skincare brands who every week they'll pick a different skincare issue and the founder goes over you know, different ways you can tackle those. It also means you can show your product in use. So whether there's a process attached to your product, there's a lot of different ways that you can just give people more insight than what a normal photo would show on your feed. I love it. I love it. Thanks ladies. So if I am a person
0: and I'm like, Hey, I want to build my Instagram following. I just want to have a whole bunch of followers. Do you guys have any tips and tricks to basically increase your Instagram following?
2: Yeah. So we bring it back to engagement. So it's sort of how directly how much effort you put in is how much effort you'll get out and it does snowball. So if you put in all the initial effort and as your following grows, it will start to um, be more naturally discoverable. But at the start, you've got to put in the hard yards. And that means that there's a misconception that if you post nice photos consistently, your profile will grow, which is not really the case. It's more the fact of No one really finds you in Instagram space, so you have to go out and get your audience and having an aggressive strategy to do that. So you basically go to profiles with a similar target audience to you with an engaged following and you like and you engage and you or you can follow. You can you can just engage with those audience members who have already shown an interest that they're your target audience. And then that's how they see you because you're suddenly on their radar and then you're going to get likes and follows from that. So that's a really great way. Or there are things like giveaways, they can work really well or influence the marketing. So yeah, a few different ways to grow.
0: Where does hashtags play into a growth strategy?
2: Yeah, so hashtags are really important when it comes to discoverability because you just want to be getting out in as many places as you can. So having, um, we say it's like getting... Thirty, you can use 30, 30 hashtags. So it's getting like thirty lotto tickets to be shown in the top feed for each of those hashtags. Um, and we say to put them in the first comment as soon as you post about and if you're hashtagging relevant things to your your image and relevant things to your niche, and then that'll be a great way for your target audience to find you from those different different hashtags.
0: But you would recommend using all thirty, all thirty available spaces, using all of your lottery tickets.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Your strategy of going and finding another person that has followers that you think would be interested in your product and basically using social media as a social tool, getting to know people, they'll get to know you and follow you. That sounds so hard and time consuming, ladies. Is there any other way?
2: (laughs) Um, Well, that's where things like influencer marketing and giveaways can be really powerful. So if you do a really big giveaway um, and you get, say, a big influencer to post that, um, say you have a lipstick brand and you get a beauty guru to post that your brand is doing a giveaway on their page and say that the conditions for entry is to follow you, then obviously that's going to bring in a lot of followers and a lot of awareness to your brand. So it's just um depending on how much budget you have. Like if you don't have budget, then manual engagement is a really good way to start to get that ball rolling. But if you have budget, then throw it into things like influencer marketing and big giveaways and you'll get huge spikes and growth. I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. And quite frankly, is it fair to say it's the right way to do it? Like social media was meant for people poking around, wanting to get to know you, then they like you. That's really the best way to build an engaged audience is doing it the right way,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. People often forget that social media, you know, the keyword is social there. So like Tash mentions at the start, you you know, people aren't going to magically find you the days of you know, user behavior has changed a lot. So, you know, a casual shout out on someone's big account isn't necessarily going to get you the massive followers that it did, you know, three years ago. So it is all about getting out there, being active in your niche and just sort of putting your hand up and waving at your target audience.
0: Makes sense. When it comes to like, let's say somebody has a budget, uh, uh, that they're ready to do some influencer marketing and they want somebody with a big Instagram following to mention their product or once or many times, what's the process of knowing if someone will do that and it, kind of being on the up and up and like do they do that and what are the costs and what's the process of finding an influencer that's going to do a shout out
1: there are a number a number of ways that you can sort of go about this and i think the key thing here is to establish that relationship with the influencer first so instead of going in really cold and saying hey what are your rates blah 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 perhaps even see if you can contact them first send them your product i know it's different for everyone everyone's products have different cost rates. But if you can send them the product first and see if they enjoy it, then if they really want to genuinely represent your brand, then that's going to have better flow and effects later down the track. And from there, if they do enjoy your product, then think about the ways that you will work with them. So in the past, what we've seen work really well is not only getting, say, an influencer to go through like a photo or a video of them using the product in line with sort of a giveaway, but also, Having at the same time that they post, posting, say, 24 hours free express shipping or something like that on your page so that when you do get that influx of traffic to your profile, you've just given those people like a bit of extra urgency to actually buy from you as well.
0: Makes sense. That makes sense. When you're looking at influencers to start to court and we'll just use the word kiss up to them so that they will you know, give you a shout out for your product. Is there any tips and tricks that you have of finding that right influencer? Or is it if I'm following this influencer, I'm going to know if they have a truly engaged audience or if all their audience is dead essentially?
2: Yeah. So there's a bit of a checklist. You go to their profile, you see if their engagement matches their following. So if they've got 30,000 followers, but they're getting 55 likes, then that's obviously an indication that the, they don't have an authentic audience. Um, you can also check the people that have liked their latest posts. So if you, because there are, you can buy likes and things now. Right. So if you go to this person with 30,000 followers and you go and see that they've got a 1,000 likes, then um, you can actually click on those likes and scroll through those people. And if you notice that they all have profile pictures and they all look like legitimate people, um, then that's a really good indication. The number of comments on their photos is also a really good indication because that's far, like, people are more likely to buy likes than... um yeah to do that um and then often the ones that we are finding are working really well now are ones that are utilizing stories because it does build that extra extra touch point with the influencer's audience and often they've got the best connection with the audience if they are consistently using stories so that having sounds... a story yeah so having a story up is a thing that we really like to see when we're choosing influencers to work with um and then finally their captions so if they've if like an outlier would be if you're sort of a fashion-y type person, you're, you're quite elusive and you're just doing a one-word caption. But mostly we're noticing that the influencers that are working really well and do have that high converting audience um, do do take time and provide value in their captions. So they're a little bit longer and that generates yeah. a lot more comments than just kind of like, happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday, here's a picture of my shoe or whatever, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs>
0: Or breakfast. I should say their breakfast. Anyway.
1: Yeah, you got it.
0: Awesome. Wow. I know. I just gave you guys like 20 questions on your best Instagram tips and you guys have been full of so much value. Is there (laughs) any miss? My final question is ladies, because you guys have been so great at this, at this round of fast fire questions. Is there any misconceptions? What's the greatest misconception when it comes to Instagram and building and getting more sales and building your business? Is there the number one misconception?
1: I think this misconception is probably consistent across the board in the world of social media and that it just, you know, happens overnight and that these People build these massive followings and get all these sales overnight. If you look at the successful Instagram accounts and even influencers, the people have put effort into these. So it does take time. It does take investment from you, whether that be your time or your, you know, investment up front in terms of money. And just keep working at it. There's no better time to start than now. So if you feel like it's overwhelming, just get started, take that first step because you know, there's no moving forward. It's only going to get harder to grow. And if you can start now and put the effort in, you're only going to see benefits.
0: I love it. Thank you. Um, one more. Sorry. I know I lied. One more question. So this Instagram TV, it is brand new this year and it hasn't caught fire. Is there any. Do you think there's credibility to to actually being out there and being one of the first adopters, or do you think people should just kind of wait it out? What is your opinion on that?
1: I think there is there is definitely advantage in being on the platform just because Instagram will, like they did with stories, they will start to push it. So you might have noticed how, you know, suggested IGTV videos may have started coming up in your feed as you scroll right. down. So Instagram as a platform will be pushing IGTV more and more as it goes on and perhaps it doesn't take off at the rate that they have anticipated so if you can get on and create really valuable content then absolutely you'll give yourself an advantage
0: I love it thank you all right ladies before I let you go I'm going to turn the time back over to you to again tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know
2: yes 100% so you can find us at instagram.com forward slash traffic and leads and on that page we have heaps of free resources for you to try out and just some tips for you guys to grow your and Instagram accounts um and yeah to find us otherwise you can chat to us on Instagram VivConway Conway underscore or Tastefully Tash. and yeah great would we would love to get in contact with you so yeah definitely message us
0: awesome well thanks again ladies for being on the show thanks
2: so much for having us
0: There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Don't forget to go to smartspeakerwebinar.com to find out more about smart speaker marketing. It is a gold field and you need to be a 49er and you need a prospect for that gold. I'm telling you guys, this is where you need to be. Would one click Lindsay lie to you? Absolutely not. That's why you listen to me because I am straight up legit, right? I tell you like it is. Digital marketing is hard. Digital marketing is a long game. You have to do all this hard stuff. There is no easy way. And finally, my final message is make sure you're smart speaker marketing. So smartspeakerwebinar.com. Go there, check out the free webinar, and I will help you. All right. Until next time, remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, leave us a review. That would be super fantastic. And if you need any help with your digital marketing, doesn't matter what it is, because I have a wonderful team that can help you with all things digital marketing. I've been doing it for 12 years. So make sure you look us up at trafficandleads.com. That's it, friends. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.